0: This is Wyman and Bob
1: on Seattle Sports Station. Power through the Alaska Airlines Studio.
0: Streaming live on the Seattle Sports app and at seattlesports.com. Now, here are your hosts, Dave
1: Wyman and Bob Stelton.
0: Welcome, everybody. It's Wyman and Bob. This is Seattle Sports Station on 710 and seattlesports.com. Happy Monday to everybody. Hopefully you all had a great weekend. Uh, Big show coming up. We're going to talk some baseball with Mike Petriello from MLB.com, MLB MLB Network. Get him to explain exactly what happened with the rankings on MLB Network and why Cal Raleigh was not in the top ten. We're going to demand answers from him. We'll talk baseball. It'll be good.
2: You want me to give it away?
0: No. Okay. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll talk to him coming up at three o'clock, and then the voice of uh, Fresno State will join us at four o'clock. Paul Leffler who will uh, give us some insight as we continue to look at potential draft picks around uh, the Seahawks' needs heading into this draft. So we'll get a little, little scouting report from him, something we'll, we'll continue to do, educate people on some of the names maybe they're not as familiar with, maybe they are familiar. So we'll all get familiar together. That'll be at 4 o'clock. This hour of Wyman and Bob is brought to you by Muckleshoot Casino. Dave, are you basking in the glory of all that was the Pro Bowl?
2: I don't know about basking in the glory, Bob, but I have to say, I'm going to retract what I was saying last week. I said, I think the NFL finally found something that they're not good at. Mm -hmm. It was not bad. It It was pretty entertaining. I got to say, the Pro Bowl, I was very surprised that it was competitive. I thought having Eli and Peyton Manning out there was an absolute home run. And then some of the guys that they had, Snoop Dogg, I still think Snoop Dogg's kind of cool. <laughs> he thinks he knows a lot about football. He thinks he knows a lot
0: about basketball. He thinks he knows yeah. a lot about MMA. He's he's kind of got his nose in everything.
2: Yeah, but I mean, I, I thought, uh, yeah, there's there's one gripe, but other than that... I thought it was surprisingly good. And maybe that's, do you ever think about that? Like, okay, what was my expectations? And because sometimes you, if you you think it's going to be really bad and it's actually pretty good, it sort of whipsaws it like it was good. Yeah, you really go good. in there expecting
0: nothing. And if yeah. you get something, it feels maybe bigger than it is.
2: Right, exactly. So, yeah, I thought, uh, I thought it was really interesting. And, you know, I thought the other thing that really shows up, when you don't have your pads on they just they look so fast yeah so much that's faster that's exactly what i thought how much faster man. like george kittle looked in oh different oh my god some of the big uh, yeah the big tight ends yeah, yeah hawkinson and you know you, you just i don't know it just looks it just looks different and you can tell like you you see all of those guys you know all padded up and everything and you're like oh he's a big lumbering tight end no he's not man yeah kittle hawkinson who's a uh, who's the other uh, the tight end from, uh, from Baltimore. the Ravens yeah. yeah had a couple touchdowns yeah so i mean it was uh, but but to me the other thing was and i'm not going to you know i'll give you the stats and everything on the flag football game uh gino uh, was what 14 for 16 but he throws a great ball he really does and that you know we heard patrick mahomes talk about how um, you know he Throws the tightest spiral in the NFL, and he's very accurate, and he had a couple of throws that I, I thought also the way he carried himself, uh, just, you know, I, I was happy that he didn't have, A, a goofy hat on, B, uh, some kind of stupid pair of sunglasses, or I don't know, I didn't see if he had Save like it a for but this chain is or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I, plural. Yeah. I didn't see anybody
0: with a singular chain. Yeah.
2: But I mean I I just I liked the way he carried himself. I thought that uh that that was, you know, I think Seahawks fans can be proud. That that's the guy that represented you.
0: Well, and we'll talk more about him individually in a bit, but I'm curious to get people's response 866-979-3776 powered by Mac and Jack's Brewing Company. What'd you think of the Pro Bowl? Did you did you like it? Uh, it and I like you, I went in with fairly low expectations. I was just happy that it wasn't going to be what we've been watching for. Geez, at least 15 years where it's just, you know, patty cake out there and why are they even wearing pads and it's just a silly exhibition. At least this you go in knowing. It's an exhibition. It's flag football. There are gonna be no hits unless it's Jalen Ramsey on Tyreek Hill, which I didn't mind. Yeah. Uh but uh but yeah, I mean it's you so you you went in knowing what it was gonna be. I think the NFL wins on this. I think it's it's great marketing for players that most fans wouldn't otherwise see their face or recognize mm-hmm. their face. You know, they're often obviously walking around with helmets outside of quarterbacks. A lot of these guys physically are anonymous. They know their numbers. They know their jersey. They know what they look like with a helmet and everything. But to see them just in street clothes, so to speak, you know, shorts and T-shirt out there, I think it's great marketing for those guys to get some visibility. Yeah, Everybody looked like they were having a great time. They looked like the players looked like they were having a great time. And then you look at it, that building was packed. They had announced attendance of 58,000 three hundred thirty one i don't think there's been fifty-eight thousand combined in the last six seven pro bowls yeah i mean that they're giving those tickets away in they, you know especially when it was in miami it was, ugh, it was just so poorly attended even hawaii was poorly attended right you know so to see that building just packed like that i don't know if they papered the house or if they if you know those were all tickets sold what have you but it came off much more exciting, Much it seemed that there was much more of an investment from the fans. All right, explain to everybody
2: what papered the house means.
0: Give, giving away tickets. Giving away To, to make it look, uh, that often happens with yeah. concerts that don't sell well. They'll start to sell tickets at a discount. We'll give you two for the price of one, and then when it comes down to it, they buy a shirt. So, there yeah, they, that, that's a very common practice.
2: Well, and I looked at the last four games that the Raiders played at home, and it was pretty consistently 62,000. So there was four thousand empty seats, but yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it, and I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think last year, or like you said, I, I can't remember a year where it was just a totally packed house. When even when they were hitting, and I think everybody realized like that gray area was so ridiculous. Uh, I mean, it was just – it just very slowly went downhill. And I think – Which gray area? I'm I'm getting to it here in a second, Bob. But, you know, (laughs) uh, but, I mean, it started off where, okay, yeah, everybody's hitting, like, to the point where – you're getting in fights. Like right. there was a fight between Kevin Gogan and, uh, I think it was Neil Smith in, in the, uh, you know, going into the locker rooms. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I mean, that's how vicious it used to be. Then you got to the point where, oh, a player got mad, Jimmy Graham, because he actually got tackled hard, you know, and then it just became, Touch football, and so it just slowly went down. And now you go, okay, we're going to go to the absolute extreme. Like you know, we've been saying this, we might as well play touch. Well, they did. They yeah. basically played flag football, and it worked out great. And it, I thought it was it was good having the uh, representation. And this is all about how how good how well the NFL does things. But you know, they had the two uh, female coaches that were part of flag football because girls play. I mean, they had you know Snoop Dogg on the sidelines. The Manning brothers, absolute hit as we mentioned. But uh, yeah, I thought that was just an incredibly good way to do it. Like, let's just go to the extreme. We've been talking about it for mm-hmm. the last 10 years. It's been in the gray area. Just embrace it. Just embrace yeah. it.
0: And, uh, yeah, they had the celebrities out there. Uh, here's here's Gino with one of his touchdown passes, and they interrupt Pete Davidson, who was being interviewed.
1: Uh, pretty much just I dressed Eli. He, was, uh, he wore it in the locker room, and then we came out, and he took it off, and that really hurt my feelings. Um, but, yeah, my job is to just not be in the way. No! I don't think you're in the way, Pete. Gino Smith with another
2: long down to another tight end. This time, the Minnesota Viking
0: TJ Hawkinson. What's the appeal of Pete Davidson? I don't, Good question. What am I missing with him? He's really handsome. He, but he's not. <laughs> That's the thing. He even says he's, I mean, you look at him, the guy that he's <laughs> as pale as they get with dark circles under his eyes and some really awful tattoos. But uh, yeah. <laughs> outside of that, he was great in King of Staten Island. I really like that movie a lot.
2: Mm. I've watched his stand-up. It's not good. Really? I don't think he's very funny, man. Bob, but, you don't have to whisper. He's not going to hear he's you. He's not very good. Um, <laughs> That's what my wife does. Even yeah. when we're, like, if she says anything negative about, like, even if it's a star. Yeah. Well, I just didn't. I'm like, I don't think she's gonna hear, honey. <laughs> I don't get. I really don't. I,
0: don't I mean, hey, he seems like a nice guy. And again, as an actor, I like him a lot. But I don't. I don't get the appeal and why he's such a massive star. Other than every super pretty girl in Hollywood seems to be attracted to him for some reason. I can't figure it out. But you know, good on him, man. I just don't. I don't. I'm not sure what the overall appeal is, though. But that's a. That's a side. <laughs> well, I'm
2: glad you got that out, but yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really get that part either. But I thought, you know, what, what about the? Uh, was it the opening when they had Wayne Newton, who's got to be 103 years old and mm. looks like he's 60? Well, yeah, there's, there's some surgery that's taking place at time or 12 went on, went on there, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, <laughs> it was, I I, th- I just thought it was really well done doing it in Vegas. I mean, is that kind of the new Hawaii? I mean, everybody kind of. Kind of wants wants to go to Vegas. Right? Yeah,
0: have they set? Is that just where it is? Or are they going to move it around? I haven't. It's I didn't question. even really follow up on that to see. All right, is this kind of the home for now, or is it going to be somewhere different each year? Because they did. Remember, it was always Hawaii. Then they did in Miami that year, and it was terrible. Yeah, it was terrible in Hawaii. I mean, at least you're at a gr- great setting in Hawaii, but people weren't. The stands were empty. The product on the field was dumb. It was just. It didn't work. Yeah. But this worked at least for this year. I don't know if it was curiosity. I don't know if it was. Hey, this is a first of its kind, so okay, now we're going to see this whole new revamp of it, so I want to be there, and maybe the novelty wears off next year. I don't know, but the, I, I would imagine I'll be very interested to see the ratings, what they look like, but I would I would have to believe the NFL is really happy with how this came off.
2: Yeah, my only um, one complaint, and we were watching this, was it Thursday when they started that? Yeah. I thought that was that was kind of weird. Uh, The timing. The timing of it. And I I think maybe if they... Because, you know, you didn't see all the things where the linemen got involved, right? And they were kind of in between. I mean, there was the one... I don't know if you saw Panay Sewell when he crashes through Through the wall wall and falls down. And I got to say, man, he... First of all, as he was falling, you could see him going, oh, no, or something on his face. And then... Did he get up off the ground quickly or what? I mean, yeah. that was like, wow, that's an a athlete. big dude, man, who's very athletic. Yeah. So, But, um, yeah, some of the things that were inside, like we, t- we saw the accuracy thing with the quarterbacks and the balloon catch. What, I thought the water balloon thing was dumb. Yeah, they tried.
0: Yeah, yeah they tried. Overall, it. that that particular event, I wasn't dazzled by that. I, uh,
2: my favorite is the tar- watching the quarterbacks hit the moving me too. And they screwed that up. They've got to make it out of paper so that you know the ball goes through. <laughs> Otherwise, it just hits it and bounces
0: off. It's not as cool. Plus, it's, they're giving them credit like the big – it's a trampoline, essentially, is yeah, what it the is frame. with a number. But you hit the frame and it counts. I think you've right. got to hit the thing, don't you? Don't you have to
2: hit the – That's what I thought. Yeah. Or or just don't put a big frame on it. Just put a, you know, a metal, you know, circle. But anyway, I thought that was good. I thought, but it's still, it needs to have the paper and it needs to be outside because you, you're in Vegas and if you're doing it in Vegas every year, it's probably not going to, rain's probably not going to be a big problem.
0: Yeah. Well, they did the long drive thing, which I assume they taped at a different time and they, yeah that was, that was okay. You know, obviously they're outside for that. Um, yeah, I mean, not not everything they did was perfect and hilarious and entertaining, but overall, the product was much more interesting. Yeah. Like, I, I felt Lefko was going, did you watch the whole thing? No, I didn't watch every moment, but combined, I watched more than I've watched any Pro Bowl yeah. in well
2: over a decade, yeah. not even close. Well, and I guess they, they've they sort of been setting it up, but remember Battle of the Network Stars where they would have uh, people, you know, the actors and actresses yeah. and everything doing those kinds of events, you know, whether it's like a relay race or tug of war or whatever. You know, I, I thought they've kind of been incorporating those things into it over the last few Yeah. Uh, I thought that the uh, they used to have a competition with catching the ball where you had to run a certain route, and then a guy would hit you with a bag. I wasn't thrilled by the trampoline catch thing. I, didn't, oh, I don't know right, if you saw right. the, the receivers catching. Yeah. One well, who, Stephon Diggs coming through
0: smoke and catching two yeah, balls at once. And he had and
2: a mask on. And yeah. Yeah, so, I, I mean, that part was okay. I thought they could have done a better job with that. But I, I was surprised. Yeah. What, what's the text toy saying, by the way? I'm curious. Uh, let's, anybody
0: Let's see. 253 says, uh, my girl does not enjoy watching football, but love these Pro Bowl mini games. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Other are trying to explain why Pete Davidson's uh, <laughs> popular, some of which we can't say on the end. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. I've heard those things, too. But, uh, you know... I don't know that that appeals to everybody. Uh, He's rich, <laughs> yeah. I guess, man. Uh, you know what's funny? You bring up Battle of the Network Stars. I never saw the show. I don't. I don't know if I was just too young at the time or whatever. But I've always heard about it. And the thing, that, the one thing that always gets repeated, which I didn't know if it was urban legend or what, is Howard Cosell apparently calling Joe Frazier as Joe Frazier is about to drown in a pool. Oh like, yeah. Somebody help Joe. Joe can't swear <laughs> something. He's just going going off about Joe Frazier apparently was having a hard time swimming or fell over into the water off of some sort of thing they were doing. I don't. I've always heard that repeated. Oh yeah, Cosell and Frazier. I've never seen it though.
2: Do you? Do you I don't call that. I remember hearing about it, but mm. uh, yeah, I don't remember seeing that. So yeah, uh, but. Yeah, the, those kinds of events I, I think are cool. But you know, the other thing really is, you know, again the speed thing and how fast those guys are without running around. And it's so much; they're so much lighter now with the the helmets and the the pads and what everybody. I mean, I I wore a full thigh pad, like the big, like inch and a half thick, you know, thigh pad and the knee pads, and you had to wear hip pads. And these guys hardly wear anything. But still, just seeing them unencumbered with the the Normal equipment that they wear, it just that was that was really cool, but then also you get to see their faces, which is yeah. again why i get I was irritated by the sunglasses and all that you, you should you shouldn't hide your face, man did well, you see you sauce out, out there? there? I didn't
0: see sauce he didn't want you to see him because uh, he had glasses on with his hoodie on the whole time, yeah like he he looked same. like he was trying to be incognito on the field, <laughs> and the only way you knew it was him is because he's got a giant medallion giant thing that says sauce and yeah. diamonds and i mean it's it's huge it's ridiculous mr t would be envious of it yeah. it's, it's crazy but. jen
2: from beaverton says what about uh style games i think she's mentioning like uh the red uh the red carpet maybe oh i didn't as far as i didn't uh, really see much of that no they, there wasn't one oh was okay that she was suggesting oh suggest i thought she was asking for an opinion on Pretty it sure. i'm like i didn't see that yeah, so, you know, maybe they, I don't know. I don't want to see the guys when they do that thing where they come off the bus and the camera catches them and they're all decked out. I can't I can't stand that. It's the same <laughs> thing, it's the same thing with the um with the draft when guys try to oh, get yeah. you know like oh, look yeah. look what he's wearing. I have no interest in that. I'm, I'm
0: with you. I'm with you. Some of what came out of that though was uh some conversation with Gino after the game obviously he you know he was out there representing uh, looked good out there and and he was being interviewed by somebody from NFL network and just talking about his future
1: you've outplayed your contract what can you tell us about what those conversations have been like with Seattle on coming back yeah i think um, you know all signs are positive and so we just got to continue to work at it and you know find, you know figure out what we can do to make sure it happens so if you could put a one to 10 grade on it, what would you say your confidence is that you'll be back in Seattle running the back? Uh, I'm very confident. I'm not going to put a number on it, but I'm very confident and you know, I think things will work out.
2: That's very wise of him, by the way. Mm-hmm. I-, I love, that's a great answer by Gino. There, I think again. That's a, just the way he carried himself from the interviews to everything. That's a that's a really good thing to say because you know somebody's trying to put you in a little box there. Yeah, I'm not going to give you a number.
0: Well, he was on a uh, the Pivot podcast. Is that is that hosted by anybody of note? Lefko? Do we know uh,
2: Ryan
3: Clark and a couple of former NFL players? Angry Ryan Clark? Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: He's got the angriest look like on his face. Uh, is Pete Davidson maybe run this? used <laughs> yeah. to be in everything else. Uh,
0: yeah, and seriously. Uh, but uh, Gino was a guest on this in, in that podcast and was talk, basically reiterating the same things. Confidence that things will get worked out in Seattle. I would, I
1: would love to be in Seattle, man. I love Seattle. You know, we have a great relationship. And, uh, I, you know, I think we'll work things out. Um, you know, when it comes to, like, contracts, I think every player just wants to get paid his worth. And uh, it's funny because, like, a great friend of mine tells me, like, no matter what check they write, it'll never be your your worth because your worth isn't in money. It isn't in, you know, monetary things. And so um, you just want to be respected. You know, your contract just wants to say we respect you. We understand what you bring to the table. We understand the caliber player you are, and we appreciate you. And that's really all it comes down to.
2: Well said, man. I, I just, yeah, like I said, everything that he, you know, we the one I guess complaint I have is, and, you know, you and I have talked about this, that we never really sat down with Gino, looked him in the eye, and, you know, got we got a chance with Russ. And mm-hmm. remember with Russ, it took a while. You know, at first you were like, wow, he's going to say every cliche. But then it was kind of like, yeah, that's kind of who he is, and, mm-hmm. you know, you want to know what, what this guy's about now. it You know, does he need to pass – Muster with you and I, absolutely he does. Well, I think that should be in his contract,
0: <laughs> as a matter of fact.
2: Oh, but I, you know that that's that's the one thing I you know you just wonder um, you know what kind of guy he is. But like I said, the way he carried himself, yeah, it was it was really well done. And I'll tell you what, yeah, it's flag football. He made whether it's flag football or and by the way, how about the adjustment? Because it was faster, and he still threw a lot of passes that were right on the money. All right, let's take two. Let's start there on Monday. Yeah. Right. Can I find the right button? Yeah. All right,
3: you'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Holy mackerel! Jeez, all right. Off to a good start here. A couple of NFL notes. Uh, wide receiver AJ Green is officially retired after 12 years in the NFL, named to seven Pro Bowls and two All Pro teams. And meanwhile, there still are two teams playing. We'll talk about the Super Bowl certainly coming up. But the Chiefs have activated running back Clyde edwards hilaire and put wide receiver Michael Hardman on IR.
0: Doesn't Hardman return for them as well? Is he, a, is he a returner?
3: I mean, Sky Moore has been doing most of the returns, but okay. lately. Yeah, he might be. But yeah. remember, they had three wide receivers get injured in that game, so now he's out for the Super Bowl for sure.
0: Bummer. I pick the Chiefs to win. We'll see. We'll see what this means. But, yeah, A.J. Green calling it a career. And uh, anytime his name comes up, I just remember him and Richard Sherman going at each other. Oh. Remember that very early in January. In, in AJ was talking smack to Richard something about, look at my contract versus yours or some, something along those lines or where I was drafted versus one of those things like... He was in Cincy then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was a, a first-round pick and, you know, had a contract to match that, obviously, and Richard a fifth-round pick. But I think that was some of the trash talk that was going on. I remember Richard talking about that very early in their careers.
2: Yeah, I'm just looking at, like, okay, why after 12 years? I mean, it's such a good life. Obviously, he's comfortable with his numbers and what he's done. Oh, you know, he's he, hurt. Yeah, he missed 2019, the entire the entire season. So, yeah, and I mean, he, fairly durable though. Well, compared to me, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he had he played nine, ten games last year, nine games the year before that with uh, the Cardinals. But uh, yeah, good for him. I mean, anytime you see a guy that's like, okay, I'm going to walk away. It's my choice. That's a win. We are the home of America. Yeah. Goodness, what is happening? Um, well, yeah, cool. all right.
3: I guess they wanted to skip take two, number two. But yeah, oh, wow. we do have a second take two here. Tom Brady told Colin Cowherd today that he'll join Fox in their broadcast booth, but not until 2024. So Greg Olson remains for one more season in their top booth.
0: Enjoy it, Greg. Soak it all up. This is your audition tape for elsewhere, or I guess being part of the B team, or I don't know how this works. I don't know what his contract situation is with Fox. But uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's got to be weird knowing. Yeah, my time's limited here. I, I know that come this time, the following season, I won't be here.
2: Well, at least you, you it won't be a surprise, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a silver lining. Guess he's what? not being blindsided. Yeah, that's how it usually went for me. Guess what? You're fired. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean he's got a chance, like you said, to to audition. The other thing is, if you're him, don't you kinda go, I get it. Yeah. It's Tom Brady. I mean, you know, if you, it's it's kind of a bummer for him though, because it's like, yeah, I worked my way up to the number one chair, and then this guy who's just like a once in a lifetime type of player, and he really is. Just his durability, the seven Super Bowls. I mean, how do you get away from that? And I gotta say, I'm excited to hear from Tom Brady. Yeah, well, you got you got to wait
0: another season, Dave. Yeah, I hope I hope the anticipation doesn't get to you.
2: <laughs> I hope he doesn't lose his lose his uh, you know fastball. What's he gonna do? What if do? he's
0: not good? Yeah. What if he gets in there and he's just really not very good? He's more annoying than Tony Romo. <laughs> who knows? Who knows what he's going to – I would imagine he'll probably be good. He's a smart guy who – Yeah. He's talking about taking this time to really learn the craft
2: and come in there, and oh, that geez. seems his personality, doesn't it? <laughs> I like that he, ne- he thinks he needs to hone his skills a little bit. I guess. I think he knows football pretty well, but uh, maybe not the broadcasting game. All we'll right,
0: see. Take 2 is brought to you by Swedish Cyberknife. Treat prostate cancer with Swedish Cyberknife. Swedish.org slash Cyberknife Prostate. Coming up, Geno Smith said he can be a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, but do the Seahawks agree? We'll get into that next with Wyman and Bob. This is Seattle Sports Station on 710. Wyman and Bob,
1: powered through the Alaska
3: Airlines Studio
0: on Seattle's Sports Station. This hour of Wyman and Bob is brought to you by Muckleshoot Casino. Coming up at 3 o'clock, we'll be talking some baseball with Mike Petriello of MLB.com, MLB Network. Get his take on the Mariners and their offseason and their top 10 lists that they did for each position on MLB Network. So we'll get into all of that with him coming up at 3 o'clock. Uh, We were just we were talking about Gino. we were talking about the Pro Bowl. I think overall the consensus was it was decidedly better than what they've had. I don't know that anybody loved it. But I think when you're comparing it to the previous product, I feel like, yeah, this was a win. Um, But Gino looked good out there. A lot of guys look good out there. But you know, the big question is Gino coming back here. And so far, you know, Bob Condota wrote an article about it. And, you know, it feels like things are positive as they sit right now. We'll see. Hopefully that's how it ends. Did you did you think that it was as impressive as as I did uh, his throws? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's not going to be tackled. It's seven on seven. It's, it's 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 sort of like watching the combine to me. Like, but you, I you you have to
2: adjust though. Like you had to adjust for the speed and the game itself, and it was like he just adapted to it. Yeah, like yeah. I said, he was fourteen to sixteen. I don't know. I was I was impressed, and I felt like if I was even a fan of another team or we lived in a different city, I would still would have recognized that. But
0: yeah, I mean, so you can, you can, his accuracy was there. Certainly wasn't there in the accuracy competition, no. (laughs) but it was
2: there on the field
0: car. Yeah. Car looked great. And uh, you know, so I, I, I'm a a little hesitant to take too much good or bad. If somebody threw be like me leaning on, well, he threw that interception. That was a terrible throw. Well, okay. You know what I mean? It just, I kind of put it all in the same bucket. Like it's an exhibition and, yeah it was just, it was just more about fun and just seeing seeing the guys out there without helmets on and yeah. and really representing and I thought he you know more importantly when they spoke to him, I thought it was great uh but he was we were talking about him being on that that uh broadcast or that podcast the pivot podcast and he was asked if the team can win a super Bowl uh because of him and not in spite of him. Here's what he had to say about that
1: yes hundred percent. You know, I, I haven't started for a long time, so this is my first year starting after a long time. This is only my third year being started in the NFL, so I'm actually a little young. You know, I'm not young in age, but like as, tar- as, as, far, as far as experience, you know, um, I don't think I've reached my peak in play. I know that I'm just inter- entering into my prime. I know that I can play another 10 years. I take care of my body, I eat right, sleep right, hit the weights, I study the right way. I know that I could be a lot better than I was this year. You know, this year I you know, did a lot of great things, but I can be so much better, and that's kind of where my mindset is going to the off season. It's like, man, I can't wait to attack this off season, you know, take care of the things I need to get better at, and then next season, I'll be ten times better than I was this year
2: i That's something we haven't really thought about, you know, and one of the things that that I looked up was uh the run game, and just how much that could help him. Because Seahawks were kind of middle of the road. But if you look at Chicago now, obviously they have a running quarterback. Same thing with Baltimore. But Atlanta, uh, New York Giants, Philadelphia, you're talking about you know almost 560 attempts by Chicago and Atlanta. 526, 544, 520 for the Giants. And Seattle's 425. Mm-hmm. So if they can really get, you know, and I'm not talking about being Chicago. They were 560. Um, no, but how many of those are Justin Fields? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's all about their quarterback running. We don't want Gino running. I mean, I think he's he's okay at it. But you know, mostly it's about his decision making. But yeah, you know, Fields Field
0: just. For information's sake, 160 rushing attempts for Justin Fields, yeah. 1,143 yards and 10 touchdowns.
2: Yeah, but you look at like, well, and same thing for Philly, right? You know, but if you look at like the Giants and, you know, Danny Dimes ran it, I guess, a, a little bit. But, it, you know, the, the Seahawks have had top five running games before. And if they mm-hmm. could get back to that, and you know, Pete, that's that's what he wants to do. That will really help Geno out. But just the the notion of him... You know, getting better and making, you know, he said, I'm, I'm young as far as my career goes, you know. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm with him. I think that if he comes in, I mean, last year there was still a competition in that early part. And I do believe they really work, given both guys a chance. But now if you make him your guy, you know, sign him to whatever it is, somewhere in between 40 and 30 probably million dollars a year. I think it's going to help him a lot and he's going to improve a lot coming into a system where, you know, he knows what the deal is.
0: Yeah, it's, it's going to be I first of all I'll be interested to, we're all going to be interested to see how much he gets, but I'll be curious about the length. That that to me will say a lot. Now there's always these outs and these guys can, you know, these contracts typically aren't guaranteed and you know, they could sign a 5-year deal and then after 2 years they could say, well, the salary cap hit is only going to be x amount of dollars if we cut him, so we can cut him. So I, I guess it's it can be deceptive to buy into the length of a contract in the NFL. Uh, but if they do just sign him to a, a two-year deal or a three-year deal, what, what is that going to say? Does that say anything? You know, is it is it more about, hey, they they're, they're sort of, they're in, but they're not all the way in that he's going to be this guy moving forward. We're going to, we're going to you know, sort of protect ourselves in in the way of uh, avoiding a really long-term commitment just in case he regress. I I don't know. It's just, it's going to be very interesting to see ultimately what the contract
2: looks like. Yeah. Do you think Pete's contract will enter into it? Because Pete's through 2025, so that would give him three more years, a total of four with Geno. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I guess I kind of wanted to see Pete get another crack at a young quarterback, you know, uh, like... They did with Russell Wilson and see how he's able to to bring him along. But I don't know. I'm starting to more and more get used to the idea that that might be – because this is this is sort of the epitome of Pete Carroll, right? He's he's one of those guys that gives second chances. Remember, Condota and I wrote uh, about that quite a lot. And if these walls could talk, and it was it was more about how he gives everybody a second chance, invests in them, gives them you know all of his faith and support and everything. And Gino's kind of that guy. He's mm-hmm. kind of he's sort of the epitome of what Pete Carroll is about as a coach. So. Yeah, I can. I, I'm starting to get more and more used to and convinced also that Geno Smith is going to be their guy. And it's it certainly, I mean, if we're taking it at face value and
0: what he's saying and what John Schneider said to us, and everybody's on the same page, and it sounds like they have been since the the moment the season ended. Hey, I want to be back. We want him back. I want to repay those guys for their belief in me. We want you know. Everybody has said that the message hasn't changed. So I, I've never doubted anybody's desire for him to a come back and them to want him back. It's always about are they going to be able to find that that dollar amount that he's happy with that they can still in their minds. And they were very careful. John and Pete both said John to us and then Pete in a different conversation, kind of throughout, not a disclaimer, but kind of throughout the whole. Well, you know, Gino is is aware of what it takes to build a team, and you know, some I'm paraphrasing because right. I can't remember the exact yeah, something like that. But it, it was basically saying. We can't pay somebody 40 45 million and expect to put a good team around him and he understands that. That's essentially how I took those comments. So that to me has always been the, the big question. All right, yeah, he wants to be back, they want him back. Can they find the right deal that, that makes everybody happy and more importantly makes this team competitive? I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. you want him to be happy, you want your quarterback, the guy you believe in to be there, but you got to have the pieces around him too. You got to you got to fix that defense. I mean, there's some priorities on
2: this team outside of Gino as well well the thing is also I think you you know you get used to the idea that okay 40 mil even 40 million but I I don't think that's where it's going to land first of all I think it's going to be in between you know it'd be I think it'd be interesting if it followed his age (laughs) 32 (laughs) 33 33. 34 35 you know for the next three but you know a three-year deal look at where where it's going to go from here? I mean, the salary cap's going to continue to go up. Patrick Mahomes, players like what is Joe Burrow going to get? I mean, he might be he might get sixty, he might get six you know sixty million dollars a year. And so if you get your quarterback at somewhere that's about half of that, mm-hmm. that's a great deal, man. And I think it's a good deal for both of them. So, you know, but I, I think I, I've gotten used to the bluster from from Geno, and that's exactly what you should do you know, say, hey, I'm, I, I want $40 million. I want this, you know, whatever. That's, that's the negotiation. That's, that's how it starts. So I, I'm not too worried about that.
0: All right, coming up, uh, perfect way to start the week to find out what's bugging Bob, maybe Dave, maybe Lefko. Well, something bugging one of the three of us at all times. And we'll unveil that next year with Wyman and Bob. This is Seattle Sports Station on 710
2: what's bugging bob it could be traffic
0: hey 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 hey. it might be angels fans i hate you i hate you i don't even know you and it's definitely stephen a smith i got a lot of problems with you people it's time to find out what's bugging bob Again, program reminder coming up at 3 o'clock. Mike Petriello from MLB.com will join us, talk some Mariner baseball and just baseball in general. So good stuff coming your way from him at 3 o'clock, so stay tuned for that. Uh, we were we were talking, obviously, a lot about the Pro Bowl that took place over the weekend, and it seems that most of the people that sent in texts were in favor of it for the most yeah. part. Uh, you guys can continue to text in 866-979-3776, powered by Mac and Jack's Brewing Company uh and and I've said that the players looked like they really were having fun, everybody was laughing and looked like it yeah. was light, and everybody was having a good time out there except for except for one guy josh jacobs josh yeah. jacobs running back that the just freight train the Seahawks we all remember him two hundred and twenty eight yards I think he had on the ground uh he was not a fan of it, so he was in the pro Bowl,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. at first when I read that article I was like okay he didn't make the Pro Bowl well he's bitter and whatever yeah
0: no he uh, he was uh, I don't know if he did an interview with The Athletic but he 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 said quote this bleep stupid starts with an S ends with a T I was going to say uh, it's, it's this bleep is yeah, stupid well the quote doesn't have an S okay. in there so um, <laughs> he, he, he said uh, and then he sent a follow up tweet saying man send us on vacation and call it a day like just thinking the whole process is dumb and why are you even doing this? And then the long snapper for the Buffalo Bills, uh, Reed Ferguson, took issue with his remarks and said, I don't understand his point here. You're in the right to go there. Collect a Pro Bowl check and also knew what the Pro Bowl has turned into. If it's so stupid, forego the weekend in Vegas. Am I missing something? <laughs> so yeah, I kind of like that he, I respect Jacobs. I, I do respect his honesty. I don't agree with him, but hey, man, he's the one playing in the game and you know, he's the one that's got to travel and all that. So I, I respect that he's kind of going against the grain here and just putting his honest feelings out there. But he kind of seems like the turd in the punch bowl, doesn't he? <laughs> he seems like the guy that is the fel- turd
2: in the pro bowl.
0: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like everybody kind of had fun and it, it, for all intents and purposes, looked like it was very successful. He was the one guy saying, this is stupid and just send us on vacation. And, you know, and I tend to agree with uh Reed Ferguson, like, uh, what am I missing here? If you don't want to go, don't go.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it's just not polite, though, right? I mean, they, somebody invites you over, tries to show you a good time, whatever. Never honoring you as being one of the best players in the league. Yeah, and then you complain about it and say, this is stupid. I don't, I don't know. That, that to me is, I don't know what he thinks he gets. I mean, maybe a lot of people, but what do he thinks he gets from it. Maybe maybe he didn't know how many people were going to watch it, how, if it was going to be that well attended, whatever. So, yeah. You know, the, as far as who can go on vacation, the commentators, some of them during some of the events, I, I can't stand this is what's bugging Dave. I, like RG3, I don't know who else is down there. There was a female voice. I can't remember who that was, but they were all talking over each other constantly yeah. and laughing. And, you know, and then they show them and everybody's moving around. It's kind of like what you talked about with some of those sideline, you know, uh, broadcasts where they, they bring in an ex-punter or whatever. And McAfee. I think he was on the
0: play-by-play, I believe. Somebody can correct me, but did, I
2: think he was on it with Kirk Herbstreet. Did you happen to see my email? Uh, he referenced Tutty's one time (sighs) and then he said he he got the tud Uh, yeah yeah uh, so i mean uh, but i mean it's an epidemic day when they're down on the field and they're all trying to be funny and all you hear is people laughing and interrupting each other i can't stand it it just it drives me crazy
0: i got i didn't really pay attention to who was out there i know obviously i saw rg3 out there but as far as the other i'm trying to remember
2: who else was out there and I can I, I can imagine their producer just going, hey, go out there and have fun, laugh, make fun of each other, this and that. But like, you can't hear anyone because they're all talking over each other. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just that, a, annoying. Well, what was the game we were talking about before where it was RG3? It was a college and, game. Yeah, it was, it was the, a bowl uh, game, right? College
3: football semifinals. Yeah. They yeah. were doing the like field pass. It broadcast. was
0: horrific. Mm-hmm. Right. It was just, it was one person after another trying to out funny the other and they're talking yeah. over each other. and. None of them are really that funny to begin with, yet there I'm gonna shout my joke over the top of his joke or her joke, and it just yeah, it just it becomes messy and and hard to hear and i'm i I've got the unique ability to really tune out broadcasters, Dave. I often yeah. am not even aware of who was on there, like <laughs> some of these people, but when it's really good or really awful, it stands out, yeah, and that was really awful, so it seems like that's kind of the way that it's going. let's get a collection of personalities and throw them out there. and You guys now be zany. Yeah, be wacky. Be wacky, and even though none of you are really like this in real life. Uh, but go ahead and do that. And you and I have talked about this, seeing guys on TV that some I know very well, and I know for a, a, an absolute fact, that's not who they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yet they're hopping up and down in front of the camera, and they're waving their arms and yelling. I'm like... Who is it? What are you doing? Yeah, what, I just could that? not
2: do that. I would have to just stop and like you get cut off every single time, and you know you hear everybody laughing, and you know like I said, I think the producers are like, "Hey, let's make this really fun. Let's yeah. you know go out and, and be like you said, zany." And uh, it just it's so annoying. So that yeah, that was one part that I did not like. Yeah, but what, the rest what, of it, pretty what, much. What would you think of it, Lefko? Did you enjoy
0: um,
3: it, or did you even watch it? I watched about. 15 seconds of the Pro Bowl. Oh. Yeah. So maybe the whole thing bugged me. Really? Well, I watched, like, the first touchdown. What else were you was doing? Like, yeah, what else was going know. on? I
0: Purdue losing? Gacking? Whatever. Oh,
3: sh- hey, snuck that one in. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Saturday. So, yeah, I was just too that depressed to watch sports the rest of the weekend. Uh, no, I just was like, hey, don't need to watch football all day for once. But then it felt lonely and like, oh, wait, what do we do on Sundays now? <laughs> it was just, okay, it, it was... I do agree with all of the things that you said, but it was a good change because the mm. actual Pro Bowl has gotten a little bland yeah. and, and outdated yeah. for what it was. But I couldn't watch those guys play flag football and be entertained. Yeah. That was just me. I watched the first touchdown. They're and they played three around. games. Yeah, and, yeah, this and first... they're not guarding anyone. So maybe this was the most old man, Wait,
0: the old man thing of me to say. Was that intentional right what? there? He didn't do it. He slipped. He slipped. That was not even intentional. No one's guarding anyone. Oh. oh my see?
3: see? No one was guarding anyone. It's true. Did they, true. they
2: also? couldn't.
3: They couldn't cover or guard. <laughs> you see that? He didn't even mean to do that. I was that. in basketball mode from Saturday. <laughs> so no one, you know, seven on seven. They're standing around.
2: Yeah, but what about some of the passes? And what about some of the... One guy I, I put in my email today is Micah Parsons. If that's one guy that you could poach, I don't know if you saw him putting pressure on uh, the long-haired kid, uh, Lawrence. He is so fast. That dude is an incredible... And also, I liked that no goofy hat or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, Micah Parsons... That dude is. He looks serious. Incredible. I mean, he smiled incredible. here and there, but he he still looked kind of serious. Yeah, like he was <laughs> he but, was
0: blitzing. He was the guy. Yeah, he was when they were allowed to blitz they on one down. On blitz. He was the guy.
2: And... He was fantastic, man. I mean, that that guy can run. I mean, we saw him win the forty. Um, he, he's, like, built for these kinds of things. You know, the one thing was bothering me, having coached uh, flag football, that a lot of guys um, – there was a couple of guys that had their pockets inside out. So it's, like, hanging right next to oh, the flag. I didn't even notice that. And then, you know, the – the loose jersey and stuff yeah. it's supposed to be tight like you're supposed to be able to grab those flags and there was a couple of times guys were grabbing like shirts and stuff like mm. that well
3: yeah because technically the pockets those are really dangerous i remember we uh in college you had like we had intramural flag football and they would not let you wear shorts with pockets oh really you could mm-hmm. rip a finger in there just yeah. tear the thumb <laughs> off and Dave just, knows you know, about that yeah
0: uh, 253 <laughs> says, like does too. <laughs> 253 says, is there any, any more stereotypical old man thing than, quote, I can't hear or understand
2: anything? <laughs> All right, well, if you could come to my house and translate for me, I would be very impressed. I don't think you can do it, though. I don't think it's an old man thing.
0: There is a lot of clutter when you've got four different, and I don't even, again, I tuned it out in this instance, but when we were talking about that uh, college football playoff game, you literally had four people with microphones on the sidelines and they were all yelling and trying to out joke each other at the same time it's
2: just messy that's not old man that's just a statement of facts 206 says i'm with dave it was a wall of noise that i didn't ask for (laughs) (laughs) okay that's an old man but i appreciate you brother
0: all right coming up we'll get a good breakdown of the national perception of this mariners team from mlb networks mike petriello he joins us next year with wyman and bob this is seattle sports station on 710